0: If you've not seen Black Panther yet, stop listening because this episode is full of spoilers.
1: Go watch and then come back, and we'll be right here, ready to talk all about it.
0: Don't freeze. I never freeze. Hi, and welcome to One True Pairing. I'm Erica. I'm Marissa. And today we are going to talk about the hottest movie in America, Black Panther. Just run and buy a ticket because this movie is the best thing I have seen in I don't even know how long. We're going to talk about themes of race in the movie and how that really came across. We're going to talk about the relationships in the movie because they're really strong ones. Yeah, um, all of them. Beyond, you know, your main couple, T'Challa and I said that wrong. T'Challa and Nakia. yes. Okoye and Wakabe, Wakabe,
1: Wakabe, mm-hmm. they're my favorite, and we talked about. We'll that. talk about this, yeah. I mean, I love them too, but I just love T'Challa. Like, we'll get into it. It's yeah. gonna be so fun, and we're gonna talk about all the relationships. There's obviously the love relationships, but there's some amazing female friendships, male friendships. We're gonna do ship it or skip it, of course, and then we're gonna play a real fun fuck, marry, kill B edition of superheroes. I'm so stoked so, about that. I'm so ready. I've been thinking about that a lot. All right, well, I, I will think about it and not listen to you while we record. <laughs> What's going on, Marissa? Did you watch the Oscars? I did. Were you bored? I was pretty bored. It was really fucking boring. It was just lame. I felt like it was so much exciting. There were so many exciting nominations, and then the show just didn't live up to that. They basically
0: just went with everything they normally give awards to. Yeah. Like last year was Oscars hashtag so white. This year is hashtag Oscars so on message. Right. They right. were so. It just felt very scripted. It was instead super of scripted. like natural. It was super scripted. It was not natural. I think the best moments were when Jane Fonda said the whole set looked like the <laughs> orgasmatron <laughs> yes. from Barbarella. Which I want to get old like Jane Fonda and just Rita give, Moreno.
1: Just give no fucks.
0: Can we talk about the fact that Rita Moreno also came in a dress that yes. she wore like sixty years ago? I oh can't my wear God. my wedding dress that I wore ten years ago. And fucking Rita Moreno is running around. She's gonna be ninety. Yeah. And can still wear a dress from the Oscars. I know.
1: Did you see the photo of the previous of the dress? Oh, yeah. From then? Because she actually made it into a tube top. And I was like,
0: hell yeah. She made it into a tube top and she had a fucking like crazy Elizabeth Taylor style wrap around her head. And she did a shimmy and some asshole (laughs) jumps online and goes, she tripped. Hey, dumbass, she's dancing because she's a professional. She's a professional dancer. She's EGOT. She's original EGOT. I bow at her throne. Step back, sir. That was cool. Jordan Peel was cool, yes. Keegan Michael Key was actually the coolest part because he jumped up. He was at the viewing party. I forget which one. It wasn't. It may have been Vanity Fair, and he was watching with a couple of other people. And he jumped up like he was actually married Aww. to Jordan Peele, and did the whole like victory arms, yes. and it was adorable.
1: I love Jordan's face as he was walking off because he was just like, "Holy shit, that happened!" And like, I actually just won an Oscar. Yes, I
0: loved for an amazing it.
1: movie. Because yeah. Get Out is. I didn't see it, but I've I fully support. I'm scared of. I know it's not a horror movie. I know it's not that scary, but I am a baby and I can't handle any violence. I'm sorry that I'm making this face <laughs> so, at you. I wish people could see the I, face but, I'm making. But at you, I it's fully support the movie. I'm like, win everything. I, I fully. I've, le- I read the plot, so I know it happens, and I'm all for it. I just can't watch it. <laughs>
0: it's there's some blood, but it's awesome I'm, and it's darkly funny I'm in a a some tiny, spots. tiny baby. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you I, I still love you, but it, it's a good movie, and you should fucking watch it. But beyond that. The Oscars were real boring. Real boring. I don't care about Jennifer Lawrence climbing over chairs with her wine glass.
1: <laughs> we all do no that. No one gives a shit.
0: We all do that. It's like I whatever. I
1: did I did like did you see Jennifer Garner's the meme of Jennifer Garner? No. So it's like her clapping. I think it was – I forgot what it was during. Oh, I think it was during The Shape of Water, like a a clip for it or something. Okay. And so she's like clapping and then like mid-clap, she just looks like she has this life realization and then kind of stops clapping. And so there were all these really funny memes. One of them was like clapping, clapping. Should I be dating a fish? <laughs> like, it was amazing. Yeah, I think at this point
0: with me too all women should be dating fish. Agreed. Which, Agreed. That was a great Jimmy. I will give Jimmy Kimmel that. That was hilarious. His yeah. jokes were pretty much on point. The whole running across the street to do the yeah. interrupting people while they were watching Wrinkle in Time. That was kind of stupid, but it was my, just
1: really long.
0: The Oscars are always long, and it's kind of frustrating how long they are.
1: But I did like the jet the jet ski
0: joke. The jet ski like, joke was funny, and won. again. I really need to ask, what is it that they're giving a s- women of a certain age in Hollywood that they look so amazing? Helen Mirren looks oh, better than right. I do on my best day.
1: Yes, agreed.
0: I could have a professional makeup artist do my face, do my hair, dress me, and Helen Mirren will still I can't murder, murder me I think she was wearing game.
1: a different dress when she presented the jet ski. Oh, yeah, she was. Because it was like Vanna White. But her mm-hmm. dress on the red carpet, she always looks so classy. Like, it's just like a very simple, not a lot of like, j- jewelry or adornments. It's always, like, form-fitting, and she always looks amazing. And it's kind That's of, life goals right there.
0: That is totally life goals. My life goals now are, like, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Helen Mirren. Yeah. I want to be all of them when I grow up. You can do it. I have faith. I don't. <laughs> so now that we've dissected the Oscars and how boring they were, but also on the heels of the first African-American to win a Screenwriters Award, which is fucking amazing, we're going to delve into
1: a movie that is breaking box offices left, right, and center, Black Panther. I've been so excited to talk about this ever since the movie came out. I've been, like, dying to talk to people, but again, don't want to spoil it because there's so much to talk about. I'm part of a WhatsApp with a ton of (laughs)
0: awesomely nerdy people, and I was one of the first people in that group to see it, and it was so hard to not say words and spoil it for everyone. There is now just one person who hasn't seen it, and it's driving me up the wall <laughs> that she hasn't yet. Should be kicked out of this group. <laughs> Get your priorities in check. <laughs> Get your shit together, please. Just go. I will buy you the ticket because I want to go see it again. Number one, and number two, I really want to talk about it with everybody Yeah. because it is just beyond great. And it, you know, it has Bay, Michael bae. B. Jordan, who is totally Bay. I mean, all the guys
1: are Bay. All really, of them, but. but- it's not fair is what it is. Like he's ungodly beautiful. It should be illegal. <laughs> there's got to be something there that's wrong. Like yeah.
0: I, my mom, I was saying this to you before my mom posted a naked <laughs> picture of Michael B Jordan to her Facebook page because, of his butt, right? Not Well, there's a frontal portion, oh. but it's not all full frontal okay. because her I mean she would have been probably banned from Facebook yeah. for porn, but it is a really gratuitous shot of his beautiful rear and First things first, you never want to like log into your Facebook and see that your mother posted a photo of a guy that you're basically salivating over. Secondly, it's just it's ridiculous. Like, there's got to be something flawed on his feet.
1: Yeah, like his web feet or like his terrible breath or something. Like, something's going can't be can't be all perfect. But I think that speaks to how universally loved. Like, your mom loves him, you love him. Like, it's cross generational. (laughs) He just brings all women together and then they fight over him. Which is fair. So
0: beyond just talking about how sexy Michael B. Jordan is, <laughs> we'll jump right into the relationships. And before we get into the romantic ones, I want to talk about my number one relationship in the movie. Okay. And that is between T'Challa and his sister. Yes. Oh, I love that. So you may not know, they brought in... Donald Glover to come in and rewrite a lot of their scenes. Oh, that's cool. With his brother. Okay. So that's why that banter feels so natural and really kind of witty and fun. But when you first meet her and she's just like digs in his ass, like is just poking at him like, yeah, okay, whatever,
1: you're king. Big deal. big deal. I'm a princess. so And I'm so much smarter than you. So we should say her name's Sherry. Yes. And she is basically... I don't even want to call her the Tony Stark of Wakanda because she's better than Tony Stark. She's a lot smarter than Tony Stark. But she's like the head of technology in Wakanda. She develops the Black Panther suit that he wears. She develops all this awesome technology, like remote-controlled cars that she can operate from within her lab. Um, They have amazing health technology where they can, like, cure anything and, and basically save anyone from the brink of death. And she did that all on her own. And it's impressive, It's very impressive. And it's really cool that the people of Wakanda have that respect in a woman. There's no breakdown that she's too young or a woman or whatever or a princess and shouldn't be doing anything kind of political or technological. They're just like, you can do this. Go ahead and make us better.
0: All of the women in Wakanda are just fucking badass. Spoiler, there will be lots of cursing because (laughs) fucking badass was what popped into my head every time. Any woman in this movie was on screen. I thought that Wonder Woman was the most feminist comic movie mm-hmm. that had ever been made until we went to go and see Black Panther. blew
1: it out of the water, I think.
0: Completely blows it out of the fucking water. It's like, okay, you've got... T'Challa, who is the king and a badass in his own right, but he is protected by an entire army
1: of women. Yes. Fierce women who would die for him and anyone else in the country.
0: They're fierce women who even look at things like guns and say, so primitive. Yes. When Danae dropped that line in that car chase scene and she whips out her fucking spear, <laughs> I just wanted to jump up and scream, yes queen she fucking surf rides part of the car (laughs) and throws her spear to catch the bad guy yeah and it's just tremendous and all of this happens in like the first half hour
1: yeah and they do it with such ease there's no effort at all it's like we're we're just built for this
0: they are totally kick-ass and i don't want to just Harp I'm a girl cuz I love Okoye with the fire of a thousand suns but Nakia also is yeah. badass in her own way.
1: Yeah, she is basically kind of a spy for Wakanda and is has her own agenda of trying to help countries. There's a big theme in the movie of like how much should Wakanda participate in the world basically. They've been secluded forever. They have all this technology. They could they could help a lot of people not just in Africa but across the world and how much should they actually be doing that versus protecting their own people and culture. And she is like, no, we need to help. There's lots of women in the world who don't have who aren't respected the way we we're respected and we need to help them. And he stumbles upon her like in the middle of a her mission, basically, and kind of screws it up in the beginning. And she's like, dude, I was doing my thing and you showed up and I don't need your help. <laughs> like, I'm basically trying to
0: rescue these refugee women. And you're fucking up my game right yeah, now. Yeah. And it's just so that she can come back for his coronation. And it's just the epitome of male privilege right. where, yeah, you're working on this ridiculously terrific thing. You're trying to save these women, but fuck all that. I want you to come home with me. Right, right. And then he, of course, freezes because she's Lupita Nuango and mm-hmm. she is probably one of the most drop-dead beautiful women on the planet. Yes. After, after, they all told him, don't freeze.
1: Right. Specifically, Shuri was like, bro, you're going to mess this up. I can already (laughs) tell. And she was right. Because she's his sister and she's always right. That just brings us full circle back to how awesome their
0: relationship is. Like, he goes to go and see the new suit that she built for him. And the first thing she does is make fun of his sandals.
1: Yep. (laughs) And sets him up for a hilarious prank that he is not expecting. We won't spoil everything. Oh my god,
0: I'm just I crack up laughing every time I think about that because if I had a big brother and I had the capability to do shit like
1: that to him it would just be constant. Right. So I have a big brother and I don't think I could get away with any of what she does, but Well, um, sure you could if you were brilliant. If I was brilliant. If you had
0: vibranium Yes. Of course you could do that to your big brother. That's true. And then you could record it all. Watch out, bro. (laughs) Because she also records all of it, too. Yes. (laughs) Because again she's the best little sister ever yep i want you to talk about nakia and T'Challa, though okay. cuz you're obsessed with them and then i'm totally going to come am. into it with my girl
1: okay i totally agree with your point that you know it's pretty bullshit he's like you got to come back for my coronation i'm going to interrupt your very important mission and doesn't really isn't really aware of like how much she's been doing and i think that speaks a bit to his struggle with with again being pro Wakanda and wanting to to preserve Wakanda and everything that's great about it but also he starts to realize throughout the whole movie that like they do need to participate in the world and they can do good. So I love that she brings that out in him that and not just her, I think everyone and a lot of characters in the movie do that, but specifically I think he sees her and he he just respects her already and she brings to him this point that he can do more. So I love that. I want to talk about him because so many superheroes are like broody little bitches. <laughs> and, Batman, I, Batman, okay. Black, okay. And, and I. Bat Black. And I do. Worst movies. So bad. <laughs> I do like Batman because sometimes I do like a broody bitch, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I hate when they're all like that. And it, I hate when it's, you know, poor me, I have the superpower and no one gets me and like blah, blah, blah. And I love that he respects his role. He's so proud to be the King of Wakanda. He understands what that means, he understands what it means to be Black Panther. He's willing to do all of that for his people, so I just like that he owns who he is and and doesn't whine about it. Basically. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, when you Plus, think about it, he's beautiful. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. He is. I mean, he's no Michael B. Jordan, but he's not hot. Like he's all the beautiful. men are super hot,
1: and he just he just comes off as such a good man. Like I don't want to say good guy because that seems very less. He's a good man yeah. and like a good leader. And she is kick ass, and I think so. I think they're a good pair. I think the movie does a good job of not making their love story the focus. Mm-hmm. There's so much action. There's so much to talk about in terms of race, and again, how how much do you do for other? How much good can you put into the world? That I think mucking it up with too much of a love story would have done the movie a disservice. But what you get of it is just you're just so like, yay, them. And like the end is perfect and sets it up for hopefully sequels and, and more to come from her. And I do like that at the end he respects what she wants. He doesn't just expect her to like come be his queen. He un- he gives her an opportunity to do exactly what she wants to do on a bigger scale.
0: That is true. And that is cool.
1: Um, all right. Now we're going to talk about my
0: couple, yes. Okoye and Wakabi. Who have only two scenes in the movie.
1: Together, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: There are two scenes in the movie with them together where you recognize them as a couple. Yeah. One towards the beginning where she obviously calls him her love and all this stuff. And they're looking at their, you know, fighting rhinos, which pause, fucking fighting rhinos. Yeah. Rhinos with battle gear on. So goddamn cool. I never thought that was a phrase I would ever say. Cool fighting rhinos. That's a real thing in this That's film. A real thing. But then again, spoiler alert. I really hope you guys have not gotten deep into this podcast without having seen this film because I'm about to ruin what is one of the most amazing scenes in this film. So Okoya heads up T'Challa's team of, you know, lady bodyguards. Mm-hmm. They're the, the Dora Milaje. Yep. Yeah. Practice that. <laughs> and she is married to Okami, who is his bestie. And at the beginning of the movie, you see his relationship with his king and they're trusting and... right. You know, very loving with each other, and Okoye and her spouse are also very loving with each other. This becomes important later on when Makabe joins forces with the bad guy, yep. who we're totally gonna get into because his yep. character is so rich, and also he's Bay, and she is fighting for her king, yep. and he is fighting against him, and he's ha- he's riding one of the fighting, he's riding one of the rhinos, yep. and he's charging at that whole group of mercenary yep. women. And she comes, stands right in front of it with her spear. Rhino stops because it recognizes her as his partner. Right. And it just licks her face like, Aww. hi, mom. How are you? The rhinos get it. They know.
1: They the know rhino what's totally up. got it.
0: The <laughs> rhino totally got it. The rhino was like, you're wrong here. Get off my back. Yeah. And go apologize to your woman. <laughs> so he gets off the rhino yep. and looks at her and he says, would you kill me, my love? I've only seen this movie one time and I still have this whole thing (laughs) memorized because it's fucking amazing. So she looks at him and says, for Wakanda, absolutely. Puts the spear right at his fucking throat. And I'm like, again, yes, queen. I love you. Your sense of honor is such that you're just like, you're wrong, husband. And I love you to bits. But you are wrong in this situation and I will murder you where you stand. Preach. It was total (laughs) preach moment. And then? showcasing his love for her, drops to his knees, all his men stop fighting. Yes. I ship them so hard because that's that's like the biggest spousal fight you can ever have. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Your husband's charging with a fucking fighting rhino at you and... You've got a spear in his throat. <laughs>
1: and at the end of the day, you're like, okay,
0: kiss, kiss, make up, everything's
1: fine. Kiss, kiss, make up. But, like, I, I told you this before, he needs to spend a good two months just chilling with his rhinos alone thinking about what he did. Oh, Because yeah. he almost caused a whole civil war in his country. And so I think that's my one thing with them is not that he gets let off the hook, but, like, he did a really bad thing. He and totally did. I need, I need more. I need more of, like, how do they get over this? Because or, And maybe it's just that it's that cut and dry for them. She says... My country means more to me and I'll always defend my country over you. And he's that wakes him up and he's like, you're right.
0: You're right. (laughs) There's so much of men looking at women going, you're right. Yeah. In this film.
1: Yeah. Which is just magic. I really this this movie was feminist as fuck. So there's also a really good scene between Nakia and Okoye after Killmonger has basically taken over. And Nakia goes to Okoye and is like, we need to go. We need to get the royal family out of here. We need to and we kind of we need to fight back and figure out what we're going to do. And Okoye is like, I serve Wakanda. I serve the king, whoever the king is. And there was a really good L article about this scene by R. Eric Thomas called The Most Important Debate in Black Panther is, unsurprisingly, between two women. And they say, what's remarkable is that Akoya and Nakia in the scene and in the film as a whole act not as simple emotional signifiers for the audience, but as the intellectual tentpoles upon which the central ideas of the film rest. Basically saying, you look to the women in this movie as the moral standard, and that doesn't happen in a lot of movies. They're not just being rescued or like, even when there's big battle scenes and like T'Challa's in danger, it's not Nakia being like, oh no, like my man and like crying. She's already ready to like, what are we going to do to fix this? So, and I think that you could only have that kind of moral standard from the women in this film because there was no colonialism of Wakanda. So a lot of the hetero and gender norms that have infiltrated the world because of white people (laughs) are in there. And so... Like we said before with Shuri and everyone, the women are just automatically respected. So I think you could only have that kind of relationship with women in this movie. I fully agree. Instead of trying to showcase all
0: the women in this movie as kind of sex pots, mm-hmm. there's so much more. You go into the movie thinking T'Challa is he's the king and right. he is the crux of the film. Really, it's all about the
1: chicks. Yeah. I think the fact that they have so much power and are so trusted in battle, the fact that his whole army is women just speaks to there's not that kind of toxic masculinity in Wakanda. There's not this assumption that if you give women power, they're going to take it from men like they will share the power and they will help all of the country. And T'Challa doesn't need women falling at his feet to feel powerful. He needs them helping him. Yeah. And how much better is Wakanda served because that toxic masculinity
0: isn't present in any of their relationships? Yeah. You watch T'Challa with his mother, and even though he's the king, he's super respectful of yeah. her. You watch T'Challa and Shuri, and Shuri's basically flipping him off yeah. verbally <laughs> yeah. throughout the entire film, even though she respects him as her older brother and she respects him as right. Her king, you know, you've got Nakia basically doing the same thing, telling him, while I love you and I want to be with you, I also need to do this thing that you're not willing to support me in. So I need to go do this thing because right. it's important to me as a person. There's a lot of how women in the movie are treated more like whole, complete human beings yeah. as opposed to sort of a, a an offshoot. Right. Of their male counterpart, which is so refreshing and so something you don't see in a lot of comic book films. Like, not at at least not until Wonder Woman. Right. Or Wonder Woman, you know. Chris Pine of the lesser Chris. He is the lesser Chris. Uh, We're going to fight. We're totally going to fight. No, I I don't
1: want to fight you because then I can have Chris Pine to myself. So you can have whatever Chris you want. Evans. Chris Pine is mine. And we can go on double dates. Chris Evans. Duh. Great. 1,000%. Cool.
0: But when you watch comic book films usually the f- most present female is mm-hmm. kind of an offshoot of whoever the yeah. hero is she's there to be rescued she's there to be rescued she's there to be a sex pot like right. even with wonder woman when you watch justice league where you w- went from costuming decisions that were really empowering to women and mm-hmm. shots that you know took advantage of the fact that gal is gorgeous you move from those wonderful things that happened in Wonder Woman to now these, like, basic upskirt shots. Right. I saw so much of Gilgad's ass <laughs> watching Justice League. I wanted to slap the shit out of that director. Yeah. There was no reason for it. It was there just to pander to... The perception that guys just want to go and look at TNA. Right. Or they're...
1: that or that the audience is predominantly male, which is not true because tons of women love comics and superhero movies. And I think the success of Wonder Woman, the success of Black Panther should show that what Hollywood film studios think is wrong and they should check themselves. Well, I think they're going to start checking themselves
0: now. <laughs> we're going to jump into a quick ad break. When we come back, we're going to talk about natural hair Killmonger, a.k.a. Bay, and race in this movie. Stay tuned. I want to talk about the badass natural hair throughout this entire movie, which is just glorious. One of the best scenes, I think, in the movie, there are so many, but one that really stuck out for me is when they're going to go battle bad guy number one yep. whose name is claw mm-hmm. who's dealing in stolen vibranium and they're going to try and purchase it from him and you've got Akoya, who's dressed up beautifully in mm-hmm. this gorgeous red gown and they're like their battle team their customary thing is to shave their heads and right. then they have tattooed patterns on their head yep make her wear a wig right and she's bitching about this wig <laughs> and it's kind of magic She's just, this is itching me, this is dumb, I look ridiculous, why am I wearing this thing? I don't need this. When they get into their fight, she uses it as a fucking weapon. (laughs) She stabs a dude in the toe with her spear, takes it out, whips the wig off, and uses the spear (laughs) to throw it in another dude's face before she kicks him off a fucking ledge. It's beautiful. And I just think it speaks so much to enjoying your natural beauty. that The fact that she just owns it. Yeah. Like owns the fact that no, my head is shaved. I like it this way. This wig is dumb. It it kind of speaks to the way they buck traditional beauty yeah. norms mm-hmm. where she's basically gang signs and zero fucks about the fact yeah. that she has no hair and she yeah. loves that she has no hair. <laughs> yeah. And it impede like having the wig impedes her fighting. Then you've got Lupita Nuango who's got this little mini fro happening, yes. and it's just, her hair is just stunning at all times. Shuri also has gorgeous natural hair. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, who plays T'Challa's mom, has gorgeous long dreads that yes. are freaking silver, and they are so badass and gorgeous. It's just, I like the way the movie kind of bucked what you would call traditional Western beauty norms. These are not skinny mini women, but they're fit as fuck. Like, I want to take their fitness classes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take that workout class yesterday. Yeah. But none of none of the wardrobe, none of the wardrobes set to make them sexy. Right. I actually saw a really fun interview with the director talking about the different costuming decisions mm-hmm. that they made. So for Danae, for example, she's wearing that beautiful long red dress, but it's very functional. Yeah. So it's mo- it's so that she can fight easily if she needs to. And the wig was just there. I don't remember what the um, the fashion decision there was. Right. I'm guessing so that she could have she, a badass so scene where it. she throws <laughs> it. And then for L- Lupita Nyong'o's dress, she's wearing this gorgeous green dress that has a kind of cubic pattern to it mm-hmm. that's supposed to mimic the Wakandan language. Cool. And when she's fighting, her fighting style is very different from Okoye's, which is kind of cool. It's this cool dichotomy between Okoye, who's very traditional mm-hmm. and very loyal, and then you've got... Nakia, who is a little more progressive and a little more modern, in her fighting scene, she takes off her high heel and uses that right. as a weapon because she fights hardcore. It's like street fighting yeah, almost. Down and dirty. She hits this guy with her shoe in the eye, steals his gun, and then starts shooting people. Yeah. Because she's going to fight with whatever she has handy. I yes. think at some point she like flips over a table and
1: uses it as, mm-hmm. a, as a screen for herself so she doesn't get injured. And their weapons, too, are all different. So, yeah, Akoya has a very traditional spear. Um, Nakia has these cool rings when they're in the final battle. And then Shuri obviously has all of the technology at her fingertips. I mean, she has, like, really cool like like a, gloves that shoot Yeah, it's like a glove that <laughs> shoot, it
0: shoots some—I um, guess it's just, like, concentrated power blast. Yeah, yeah. Because she does something cool to T'Challa's suit, and I think that the technology is supposed mm-hmm. to be the same, where if he takes a direct hit— his suit starts holding on that power and yes. then he can use it as an energy surge to like blast yes, that his that was enemies. so cool. That was really badass. I think that that glove of hers is mm-hmm. supposed to be the same thing. Cool. I want to talk a little bit about race in the movie, too, specifically as it pertains to Bay, Michael B. Right. Jordan, Eric Killmonger, who shows up at first and you don't recognize that he is the actual big bad in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see, them, you see all of the trailers, you know yeah. he's the bad guy. But when you start watching the movie, there's another guy who's dispatched with pretty quickly. So we're not going to bother with him. But he is kind of that guy's sidekick, then kills him Mm -hmm. so that he can get to Wakanda and challenge T'Challa because he is actually his cousin. Right. And his issues with Wakanda as a whole are actually when you think about them, they really resonate. And you kind of have a hard time towards the end of the film Thinking, wow, you're a straight up bad guy. Right. Which is so refreshing in especially comic movies and in comics as a whole. He's so much more richly drawn. Basically, his issues with Wakanda are you've left black people to suffer and die Mm -hmm. while you have all of these weapons, you have all this technology, you could have prevented the slave trade, Mm -hmm. you could have prevented all of the racism in the Americas and in Europe, wherever, and you haven't. You've basically hoarded it all for yourself, so now I'm going to come in. I'm going to challenge you, to for the throne. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat your ass and throw you off a fucking cliff. And then I'm going to be the king, and I am going to take back what was stolen from our right. people. I am going to take these weapons, and I'm going to wage holy hell on people who have made it hard for black people to survive. Right. And it's really hard to not root for him. But his path towards trying to lift up his people across mm-hmm. the world it's not wrong-headed, it's wrong directionally. Yes. And it's almost a little sad when you think about it, the things he and T'Challa could have done if they could have been right. of a like mind. Right,
1: That's the one thing. And I i don't disagree with the ending at all, but I so kind of hoped that he would have kind of a, re- not even a redemption, because again, he's not really wrong, but that he could come around, and T'Challa could come around too, and they could work together, and then it could end a little happier <laughs> for all. That is the most heartbreaking scene
0: at yeah. the end when they have their final battle and he's dying, and T'Challa tells him, We can heal you. Yeah. You don't have to die. And he says, No. Throw me in the river so I can die. I can die like my ancestors died. And the allegory he's drawing there is of the Africans who were brought over to the US mm-hmm. in the slave trade, throwing themselves off the ship rather than becoming enslaved. Right. And and it's so heartbreaking because yeah. he knows that if they save him, He's going to be in prison. Right. Right. And he would then just live the rest of his life in a prison. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to be jailed. It just It's hard not to cry yeah, and also so feel powerful. for him in that moment.
1: Well, and again, like we were saying, it it would have been so nice to have them come together because neither of them had kind of brothers. And so T'Challa's, T- T'Challa's uncle was sent to the U.S., to Oakland, California, to kind of— I guess spy, kind Kind of of the same thing. Spy and see what was going on and probably see how he could help people. Um, But he realizes the problem is so much bigger than Wakanda is prepared to, well, that Wakanda is willing to, to help with. And so he starts trading in vibranium and basically betrays his king and his brother. And when the when t'chaka the king finds out he kills him leaving killmonger or eric when he's a boy as an orphan and starts him on this path of hating wakanda and hating his people and wanting to fix his world which is oakland and america and and so there's a parallel there of Mm -hmm. t'challa essentially kills killmonger just like his dad killed his brother and we could have had a happy ending (laughs) We could, you know, yeah. What, what? But it wouldn't be real. It wouldn't wouldn't be be true. And I think you see T'Challa's
0: relationship or T'Chaka's relationship with his brother, and you see how just disappointed and disheartened he is at what his brother's done. But then you also see his brother's reaction to him, which is, how can you be so blind to what's happening here? We
1: have to help. And again, it's hard to take sides because they're both right. Right. And I mean, it just it shows nothing. Nothing has changed in that time. And it isn't until T'Challa visits kind of the ancestral plane mm-hmm. that he gets to interact with his father who has died in the Avengers movie, right? He dies. Yes. And it kind of is like, what What were you doing? Why did you hide this? Why did you lie about this? Why Why haven't we helped people? Why all this stuff? And I, I guess it takes T'Challa like realizing this and wanting to make a change that T'Chaka wasn't willing or able to at the time. Yeah. So I guess that kind of talk, speaks to just how this is the right time. Obviously, this is a movie, but it's the right time now for these kind of conversations. Oh, yeah. In Wakanda and in the real world.
0: I think I think the whole movie Black Panther defies so many stereotypes yeah. beyond sexy women on screen who aren't powerful. Then you've got this wonderful depiction of black people, not as this downtrodden society. Because yeah. when you think about Movies with predominantly Black casts. You're thinking about movies like Roots,
1: right? Or
0: slavery movies, or movies about hip hop artists who died. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about that. Um, I think it's an A and E movie about Biggie and Tupac that's, yeah, that's on right yeah. now. But this movie totally defies like all stereotypes. Yeah, it it's basically a big middle finger to most stereotypes that you
1: see in film. And kind of to go back to you know the costume, the set design. When you're in Wakanda, it's such a joyous, colorful movie because there's different tribes in Wakanda, and they all serve on a council for T'Challa, for the king. And so you see a lot of traditional African cultures and customs. I, I guess I would say that they modernized too. Like there's a guy. Who has one of those really big lip inserts. Oh, the lip plate. The lip plates. But he's in like a really stylish suit. You know, it's just they took everything you think you were going to see in a movie about an African culture and were like, we're going to flip this and, and modernize it and represent it super well. And in all of the scenes where they're kind of performing traditional rituals and stuff, there's such pride and joy in what they're doing. And it is really nice to see black people that are being just celebrated for who they are and... And not being shown as downtrodden. They're they're badass and they know it and they don't need the world.
0: <laughs> I'm still really sorry that I didn't go to a screening of this movie where people were dressed up because Ass. that must have just been such an experience to so go cool. to go and see this film with people who were just ready to celebrate culture on mm-hmm. screen, as opposed to, oh look, it's another, you know, slave movie. Right. Or something like that.
1: Okay, Erica. So now it's that time. We're gonna play ship it or skip it. I ship the fuck out of this movie. I ship all of it. I ship... T'Challa, and Nakia, I ship Okoye and Wakabi. You don't ship them as hard as I do, though. I do. Which is I, I mean, ship it's them fine. pretty hard. It's fair. You can have. But I think I just ship Akoye more. It's like sure, Wakabi can come, but I just want to hang out with her. <laughs> I ship the shit out of Okoye. I, I feel like you're supposed to have. To, you're supposed to ship a couple. I
0: just kind of ship her. Yeah. Like I yeah. just want to hang out with her. I want her to teach me her fighting styles. Mm-hmm. I want to work out with her. I just want her to talk to me and teach me how to be an adult woman. Yes who's badass as fuck, without saying things like badass as fuck, because I'm fairly certain she's way too classy and too much of a lady to speak this way. Agreed. All right. Are you ready to do fuck, marry, kill, or be? I'm pretty ready. Okay. Since this episode is superhero-themed, we're each going to pick one superhero we would fuck, one we would marry, one we would kill, and as a special edition, which superhero would we want to be, since everyone wants to be a superhero. True. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I go first? You go first. You'll give me a okay. guys. <laughs> I'm obviously fucking Captain America because Chris Evans okay. is number one Chris. Okay. Fight me. I don't care. Fight I me. I will fight you. I would marry Tony Stark because I am a basic bitch and okay. he is rich. Okay. Although he would annoy me. Yeah. Wait. He seems really annoying. Wait. He would annoy me. Okay. I'm changing that. There, there are even limits to my basicness. Okay. Who would I marry? That's hard. Do I have to get married? I have to get married.
1: In this uh, in the In this terms particular of this world. Game, yeah. Okay,
0: fine. Um I would marry T'Challa because he's awesome. Good choice. I would kill Batman because with Batman, Batman? Batman? Batfleck. Ben Affleck is Batman. Okay. That particular got it. version of Batman needs to die, needs to have never okay. seen the light of day. I fell asleep in the movie theater <laughs> when I went to see Batman and Superman. Okay. Because it was the most boring thing ever. Okay. And I want to beat Okoye. Okay. I think I've, we've already touched on that. That's Fair. so obvious. Cool. Go.
1: I, let's see. Okay. I think I want to fuck Peter Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Chris Pratt. I'm not even going to know. Why? He's of a, a lesser Pratt. He's of a, a lesser why I'm Pratt. I'm not lesser, marrying him. Okay, fine. He's a lesser Chris. <laughs> I just feel like he's a space lover. He is a space <laughs> lover. All of Guardians
0: of the Galaxy, the beginning of it is him, like, hiding chicks all over his yeah. stupid ship. So,
1: going to do what he's good at. Um, I would marry I T'Challa you. as well because he would just be a lovely husband. Oh, my God. Fight me, dude. Uh, no, we can sister-wife that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> We're
0: going to sister-wife that shit if you want. Do you think they do sister-wives in Wakanda? Uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know that that works. Or we'll fight. Akoya doesn't look like
0: the type who shares her man.
1: <laughs> That's true. Okay, if All I right. can't... No, you can... You if can. I can't have T'Challa, I would take... We didn't talk about M'Baku. We didn't. So he's the leader of the um, another tribe that... Oh, man, has I like him kind of him separated better. themselves from, from the rest of Wakanda. And he comes in and helps save the day a bit. And he's beautiful and just...
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I think I chose... Poorly. No, you can have you can have him. That's I'll, I'll
1: take I'll take him. Um, take I think he's he'd be like the strong silent type, but who's he was funny. Like his moments were very funny in the movie, and he seems like he has a really good sense of tradition and honor. Yeah, so good husband choice. Thanks. Um, and I would kill. Oh, I don't know. Um, who's the most whiny?
0: <laughs> I already took that look.
1: He's so fucking whiny. Okay, but are we talking the specific actors or the, like the character as no, a whole? You can do the character as a whole. Okay. I
0: I opted to do Batfleck just because I really do loathe yeah. that version of Batman. It just, especially coming off of the heels of Christian Bale's Batman, right. just stop it.
1: I might kill Spider Man. I don't like spiders. That's, That's fair. I'm gonna we'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, and I want to be. ooh, I would. I, I would be Wonder Woman. Good call. She's beautiful and fierce and lives on a cool island that sounds awesome <laughs>
0: good call i like and that. i like her
1: accessories
0: i'm a little disappointed that i also didn't immediately think fuck my boyfriend jason momoa as aquaman oh, right well okay you're just ruining this it's i do hard I know. to decide this is, this is very <laughs> difficult because like, how do you how do you decide between jason momoa and michael b jordan in the fuck oh, right. category? Like. Do well, I mean, are we sticking to heroes
1: or villains? Because technically... Does it matter?
0: I don't know. No. There were there were no parameters set when we started this. I mean, I would be scared to fuck Killmonger because one of the scenes is him cutting the throat of the girl right. that he's with. Right. But maybe a little bit of danger adds something to it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He's just so beautiful. You wouldn't care.
0: I know. At that yeah. point, it's like, okay, we've had sex. This is great. I have peaked in my life. <laughs> so if you're going to kill me, it's fine. But then you've got Jason Momoa who takes off his shirt before he dives into
1: icy waters, and he's just stunning. I do love a merman. I know he's not one, but
0: he kind of is, is. He kind of is. He kind of is a merman. Isn't he
1: kind of like Aquaman is basically a merman? Yeah. He talks
0: to fish. Yeah, that's he's sharp. a merman. Merman that's, for the win. That's rough. I'm still going to stick with T'Challa for the merry one, but yeah. the, the that first question is difficult. Oof.
1: We want to know what you guys think, so do your own version of Fuck, Merry Kill, B. And let us know on Twitter. We're at OTP underscore pod. Oh, one other thing, because Marissa and I have been having this conversation with our eyes <laughs>
0: while recording this, and I would love to hear everybody's thoughts because everyone thinks I'm wrong. Rank your four Chrises and send them to us on Twitter too, because I think it's Chris Evans, Chris Helmsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is at the bottom, he is the lesser Chris. Okay.
1: And mine is Chris Pine. Chris Pine, Chris Pine, and then Chris Pine, I think. So wrong. No, I'm just kidding. No, I also love Hemsworth. I also love Pratt. I just, I never got into Captain America. So I I feel like Chris Evans looks like a 90s high school senior football star. And maybe there's more to him than that, but I haven't seen it yet. So that's why he's less on my list.
0: Well, you guys tweet us what you think, <laughs> what you think of our rankings of the Chris's and also let us know what your fuck Mary kill B is at OTP underscore pod on Twitter. Tell Marissa that she is so wrong and or Chris Evans Erica. is, Chris Evans is beautiful. And don't send us that stupid Deadpool Ryan Reynolds thing where he's like, <laughs> I am the best Chris
1: because he's not the best Chris. He is the he's best. not a Chris. He's the best Ryan. We have very strict rules here. We can have a Ryan discussion another time. <laughs> Ooh, but not today. And not today. And also be sure to rate us, review us, comment. We want to hear your thoughts. And it really helps us um, grow the show. So let us know. And subscribe, of course. And next time on OTP. You mean like next time? We're talking about...
0: I have so many bays. I'm going to sound like such a whore. <laughs> um, my fave, 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 fave couple. Samira Wiley and Lauren Morelli. I'm so excited. Their wedding photos are f- gorgeous. Yes. And I love their story how they met, how they wooed, how they got married. It's just, it's so romantic and it's tear jerking. So get ready to cry. It's going
1: to be a lot of lady love. I'm not touching that. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Clink. <laughs>